Growing a successful design business is hard work. There's so much to do and so little time to get it all done, not to mention the actual design work. The good news is that we are here to help. I'm Krista, the WordPress developer and website strategist from KristaRay.co. And I'm Corey, the designer and creative coach from CoreyWoodard.com. In the Get Back to Design podcast, we're going to share strategies and tools to help streamline and grow your design business, ditch the code and anything else you don't love, and well, get back to design. Grab a cup of coffee, open that Illustrator file you've been working on, and let's dive in. A huge pet peeve of mine is when people aren't paying attention to what platform is best for their clients for design projects. So I know there are a ton of people out there, usually in a WordPress or Squarespace camp, who like think their platform is the one and only answer. And any inquiry that comes to them, they're just going to put their client on that platform. And that drives me crazy. So today we're gonna talk about how you can choose the right platform for your clients. So we're gonna go over things like the worst thing you can do. You probably already know what I'm gonna say. Uh, We'll go over some things about Squarespace you should know, WordPress, um, what to do if a client isn't the best fit for the platform you are comfortable with, and uh, things you can do if that happens. So I'm excited to dive into this one. Yeah, I think this is a really important topic because like you said, so often people are really stuck in their own lane. It's like, no, I love WordPress. Everyone has to be on WordPress. And while I do love WordPress, I also have experienced Squarespace. And I mean, it's pretty decent. I'll say it's not as amazing, but it's (laughs) decent. And I do think There are some times when people should be on Squarespace instead of WordPress. And then there are some times when those like really stubborn Squarespace people actually do need to be on WordPress. Mm -hmm. So I am really excited to get into this with you today. Yeah, and both of us, just a disclaimer, both of us are WordPress people, but I really tried to be very fair in this. So if, if you catch me, favoring WordPress. I'm sorry, but I think I think this outline is good and we're going to really cover the pros and cons of each. So let's first dive into the worst thing you can do for your clients, and that is to force them onto whatever platform you are most comfortable with if it's not right for them. And this harms both you and them because, first of all, they're not going to be happy if, for example, they wanted something really simple and you gave them something really complicated. So if they come to you saying that simplicity is key, they don't need a whole bunch of features, and you give them something really complicated with a ton of extra features and they can't figure out how to use it, they're not going to be happy. On the other hand, if they wanted room to grow and change and do all these things, but the platform you chose doesn't allow for it, they're also not going to be happy. And all of those things are going to come back to the way they view your work together and what you did for them as far as the website goes. Yeah, totally. And I think kind of building off what you said as far as if they want something simple and you gave them something like overly complicated... Another thing, and I know you're probably going to hit on this, but I'm going to say it anyway, is if they want to be able to handle their site themselves and be able to change things, you know, in the future, that's something else you have to consider because a lot of times our clients don't want to have to come back to us every single time they want a picture or a section of their site changed. That's totally reasonable. So you don't want to stick your client on a platform where they have no clue how to update anything themselves because, like you said, that's going to make them feel a lot differently about the overall experience of working with you. 
Yeah, and this also, I mean, we won't dive into this, but it comes down to the tools you use too. So on WordPress specifically, that's the platform I'm sure you were thinking of. It can be hard for people to update things there, but if you know the tools to make things easier for them, which we talked about a few episodes ago, you can make that platform easier. So it kind of comes down to both platform and the tools you build into it. So maybe we will dive into that a little bit. We'll just see what happens here. (laughs) But let's start with Squarespace. So I wanna go over some really great things about Squarespace, maybe some things that aren't so great, and then what clients this platform is and is not good for. Um, So we'll start with some really great things about the platform. First of all, Squarespace is perfect for someone who is like super tech challenged. So if you have a client come to you and they're like, I hate all things technology, I suck at computers, Squarespace might be where you want to think. And I actually had a client come to me a couple months ago, I think I finished up with them last month, who was like this. They were like, I'm tech challenged and they definitely were tech challenged. And I was like, you know, I don't think I'm the best person for this. I work with WordPress. I think you should be on Squarespace. But she was dead set on WordPress. So we'll see how that goes with her. I gave her some tutorials. We'll see how that goes. But I do think, you know, she would have been a better fit for Squarespace just because it is so nice and easy to use. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. A lot of times people will throw all of their clients on WordPress and the client really doesn't know anything about this platform. They don't even know where to get started because it is it, it is kind of complicated. So I think Squarespace is way better for the people who are much more visual and they don't want to think about code at all. You know, that kind of freaks them out. Squarespace is totally better. Yeah, I agree. So another great thing about Squarespace is that there are a lot of really gorgeous templates without you needing to customize. So Squarespace has, you know, their own templates that are supported by them, built by them. And, you know, you can have something up in a matter of minutes. Clients can do it by themselves if they want, or you can do it for someone really, really easily. So again, maybe someone who's tech challenged, or if you are a designer who doesn't like worrying about code or anything like that, Squarespace is again really great for that. Yep. And can I just stop you again here and say this is why I have such heavy experience with Squarespace is when I was creating the sales page for my Kickstart Your List e-course, I knew I wanted this whole big, long, like really in-depth thing, but I was not into learning how to code it. So I wanted to use Squarespace because I knew it would be so easy to get this really beautiful custom sales page without having to do a whole lot of work because I could take one of their really beautiful templates and kind of build off that. So definitely a major plus there. Yeah, and that brings me right into another really great feature, and that's you can just drag and drop things. So I also tried Squarespace for a sales page I made. It didn't end up working for me because I couldn't figure out how to use it because my brain is too (laughs) WordPress-oriented. But I'm sure something you liked about making your sales page was that you could drag and drop things super easily to make it look just how you wanted. Yep, that was awesome. I could just move things around if I changed my mind on what order I wanted things in. And it was really, really amazing, like I said, because I didn't have to learn like how to code these full width sections and these like different features that are on that sales page. And I also didn't have to bug you with 10,000 <laughs> questions, which is totally what I would have done. So yeah, that's that was the other thing that I loved about it. <laughs> 
Okay, and my last thing that I think is great about Squarespace is they have really great customer support. So they are there to answer questions. Your clients can go to their support team if they have issues instead of you all the time, where WordPress, it's kind of like Google things and cross your fingers that you'll get answers. Squarespace actually has a support team that's there for your clients to help if any issues come up. So those are the four benefits I, I've seen about Squarespace. Corey, do you have any that I missed? Um, I can't think of anything beyond okay. those things. Okay, good. So a quick recap, it was super easy to use for, you know, your tech challenged clients. There's a lot of great templates that you don't need to customize, along with drag and drop features to make customizations easy. And then they have great customer support. But now let's dive into some not so great things about Squarespace. So maybe some things that would draw certain clients away from the platform. First is that it has limited advanced features. And I will admit they are adding new things all the time, which I think is great, um, but it can be really limiting, especially right now as they're you know working on a lot of these features. So when I say this, I'm thinking about things like course sites, membership sites, maybe advanced e-commerce capabilities. Um, for my course platform, I have it built right on WordPress, but if you see any of the big name bloggers out there who have, you know, memberships or courses, they have to have something like Teachable or Thinkific or something like that. They can't build it right into their site. Um, and I know there's a lot more limitations as far as like e-commerce shops go. So if you have a client who needs a shop with just really basic features, Squarespace is totally fine. And again, if they're like tech challenged, that might be perfect. But if they need, you know, certain shipping methods or different custom functionalities, um, Squarespace would be really limiting for that. And then right along with it, that happens because there aren't any plugins. What you see with Squarespace is what you get. Um, you can embed certain functionalities if you know a tool you're using outside of Squarespace has that, but there aren't any plugins that allow you to kind of expand the features like there are in WordPress. So that can definitely get limiting for clients who want to have like a wide range of things they can do with their website. The next not so great thing about Squarespace is that it can be harder to create a totally custom look. And it is possible you can have a custom Squarespace template, but there are way fewer designers and developers out there who actually know how to do it. I actually didn't even know it was possible until a couple months ago when I was talking to another developer, but off the top of my head, I can only think of um, one person that knows how to do something like completely custom and she's not cheap. I'll tell you that. So um, <laughs> it just it just takes a lot more. So you can create a custom look, but it takes a lot more to do it. So you end up with a lot more like cookie cutter type looking websites. Yep. And I think I know exactly who you're talking about <laughs> because she did the one totally custom yep. Squarespace website that I have ever seen. And I totally agree that this is kind of a con because one of the major benefits, especially when you're going to invest or when you think about your clients investing in getting a custom look is they want a custom look. They yeah. don't want something that just has, you know, things moved around and a couple of their brand colors and fonts. They want something that's really unique to them because that's how they will stand out more in their target market. Mm -hmm. So if you can't create something totally custom and that's really important to them, might not be a great idea to put them on Squarespace. Yep, exactly. 
<laughs> All right, the last kind of downside of Squarespace I have is SEO limitations. And I will say it's totally possible to have good SEO with Squarespace. It is possible. But there aren't the really helpful SEO plugins that you can find on WordPress. So while Squarespace is great for the tech-challenged people in some ways, it's bad in others. So because in this example, having an SEO plugin is really great to kind of lead the people who aren't comfortable with SEO through having good SEO on like their blog posts and pages, but they don't have that in Squarespace. So they kind of have to know what to do and know how to do it, which is definitely a downside. Um, I've also seen things like um, Squarespace doesn't like tag things quite correctly. So that can hurt SEO a little bit. I'm not sure how much of an effect that has, but there are just a few SEO limitations that you want to keep in mind. If you have a client who's like really focused on having great SEO, Squarespace might not be the best for them. Can we talk about another limitation or not so great thing about Squarespace? Let's do it. And that is how often it goes down. Yeah, yeah, okay. See, whenever, <laughs> I love this. Whenever, like, when I used to be on Bluehost, they went down all the freaking time. But whenever that happened, I'd see Squarespace people like, haha, we're on Squarespace. Squarespace goes down all the time, and you can't yes. do a darn thing about it. Like, I had the freedom of picking up my website and moving over to SiteGround. They're amazing. My site has been down once in like the past year. And Squarespace has been down more than that. I'm just saying. Just saying. Yeah, I think that is something that a lot of people at first, when they were just kind of becoming popular, really thought was a major benefit is they didn't have to worry about downtime. And I think part of that is because so many people picked Bluehost to be yeah. their hosting. But um, yeah, no, I feel like Squarespace goes down at least once a month. And that can be a huge problem for your clients if they need their website up all the time mm -hmm. to help them either make sales in their shop or get potential clients to contact them. That's definitely something to think about. And like you said, there is not this like thing you can do where it's like, oh, well, I can just move my site. No, you're literally at the mercy of their support team waiting until it's fixed. And mm -hmm. it could be a quick fix. It could take like, take them like 10, 15 minutes, or it could be this really huge thing and it takes them like six hours and your website is down all day long yeah. and there's literally nothing you can do. You can't even access your content in any way. So just another not so awesome thing that people <laughs> should be thinking about, I think. Yeah, and I'm thinking of how stressful that would be, like, as the person, like, the designer or developer managing that site for them. You literally have to be like, meh, nothing I can do, so just sit there, be calm, you know. <laughs> like, at yeah. least with WordPress, we can give them an option. Like, either you can wait it out, or we have this other option, which e even if they don't take it, it kind of makes them feel better. With <laughs> Squarespace, you're like, eh, good luck, <laughs> you know. Well, and not only that, but... I don't think this has ever happened, so I don't want to scare anyone, but what if your site goes down and like for some reason, like someone accidentally hit the delete key yeah. and you lost everything? Like you don't have backups on Squarespace, I don't think. So I think they whereas, can like export their content, but I yeah, I don't think they have full backups. But they would have to be regularly exporting their content. Yeah. Yeah. So just something else to think about too. You know, a couple of bad things. We're gonna drop that in there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay, let's be nice to Squarespace again. So let's talk about clients who Squarespace is great for. So this is great for the clients who are total beginners. If you have a client who's a total beginner, they want something really easy and don't need bells and whistles, fancy functionalities, Squarespace is great for them. 
Um, if you have a client who's going to need hand-holding, if you can tell right from the beginning, like, okay, this person is going to need me to help them with all of this stuff, Squarespace is great. So if they're a beginner, they don't need all these special features, it's perfect for them. Totally agree. On the other hand, it is not as great for clients who want a lot of flexibility and choices. So if they need a whole bunch of special features, if they need advanced courses that they want hosted on their site or e-commerce capabilities or just special features that aren't a part of Squarespace, um, it's not going to be great for them. If someone wants a totally custom look or just a whole bunch of freedom as far as the look or features go down the road, again, Squarespace might not be the best fit for them. So that's Squarespace. Let's dive into WordPress. Now, and we are just covering Squarespace and WordPress today because those are the two kind of big names. We're not saying everything else out there is awful, although maybe maybe we are saying that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we're saying that. A you lot guys- of other platforms <laughs> out there are awful. When my husband sees a Wix commercial, I have like <laughs> trained him to moan and groan. So yes, a lot of the other platforms are awful. <laughs> I, I love that you do that. Oh gosh. Okay, so let's dive into some really great things about WordPress. First of all, you can do pretty much anything you want. I honestly can't, I've never had a feature. I'm like, oh no, you can't do that on WordPress. You can make anything happen. Um, It's easier to custom code functionalities just because more developers are familiar with the languages, the programming languages that are used. And I just checked this morning, there are over 50,000 plugins uh, available for WordPress right now. So 50,000 extra features you can add without having to do, yeah, it's insane, without having to do coding. (laughs) It it grows by like a couple thousand every time I check, I swear. So yeah, you can do almost anything on WordPress. If you have a client who wants special features, I mean, WordPress is just the way to go. Everything is built in, it's right there. You don't need to do anything special. And a lot of those plugins are free. I don't know if you said that, but there are a lot of premium plugins, you know, that people would have to pay for to get some of those advanced features. But there are so many of those plugins that are really amazing that can give you those functionalities that are totally free. Yeah, and even the ones that are premium, most of them at least have like, you know, a free version to get you started. I don't, there's not many things that I've had to pay for maybe like a fancy slide or a plugin that does certain things or something like that. So yeah, very good point. Most of them are free. Another great thing about WordPress is that you can get a completely custom look really easy. So you can either choose from hundreds of thousands of templates that are out there, which is also great. There are all these templates available, or it's way easier to code something from scratch. So if your client wants, you know, a completely custom look, doesn't look like anyone else's website out there, WordPress is probably great for them. So let's talk about some not so great things about WordPress, unless you have any great things that I missed, Corey. No, I think those pretty much covered it. All right, great. So some not so good things about WordPress. First, it can be complicated if you make it that way. So Squarespace and WordPress, they both have learning curves, but if you are shoving a whole bunch of plugins under WordPress, if you're um, making you know fancy pages without using like a page builder or something, it's gonna be hard for your client to use. So WordPress is complicated if you make it that way. Another downside is that security is totally up to your client. So where Squarespace kind of manages all the security type things on WordPress, it's up to your client. They need to have a good host, you know, not the cheapest one out there. They need strong passwords. They need to have a security plugin. They need to do their updates, their plugin and WordPress updates, and they need to have regular backups taken. So Corey is literally rolling her eyes right now as I talk about updates because there have been so many times where we've logged onto a client site and been like, why are there 20 updates sitting here right now? But these are 
things your clients will have to manage. So if they're not into that kind of thing, it's definitely a downside of WordPress. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that the majority of my clients have an average of 10 plugin updates uh-huh. every single time I log on. Mm-hmm. And it's because the clients don't understand that, yes, they are getting this totally custom, really amazing website. But to keep that totally custom, really amazing website secure, they have to be doing these updates. So if you have a client who says, I really want my website, but I cannot maintain all of the updates all of the time, then that's something you really need to consider too. Yeah, good point. So let's just start with who WordPress isn't great for. So it's not great for those people who want to be like totally hands off after the website is done and not willing to pay someone. So Corey and I both offer maintenance packages for our clients. So if you have a client who's willing to give you, I don't know, 50 to 100 bucks a month to go in and take care of that for them, that's great. But if they don't want to throw any extra money in and they don't want to have to do anything at all extra once it's up, WordPress is just not going to be for them. Um, If they hate things technology related, like if they hate computers in general, WordPress again, probably is not for them. And if they're total beginners and they don't need any extra features, bells and whistles, probably not great for them. But on the other hand, it is really great for clients who want a lot of freedom or need advanced features to kind of grow their businesses. And if they're comfortable with technology in general, WordPress is going to be perfect. So for us, for example, that's why we love WordPress. We like being able to make it look how we want, act just how we want. That's why we love WordPress. Yep. So what do you do? If you are listening to us, you're like, okay, I'm going to stop forcing my clients onto my platform. What do you do if you get a client who isn't the best fit for the platform you work with? I have two options for you here. Maybe Corey will have another. Um, But my first option, probably the easiest one, is find a friend who offers services with the other platform and refer clients over if they're a better fit. Um, This is what I do if I find someone who needs a Squarespace site developed. I have a couple developers that I'll send them to to get that taken care of because that's just not my specialty. Um, This works best if you can find another designer who works with the platform that you don't but does not work with the platform you do. So if you are a Squarespace person and are going to refer your WordPress clients, it's best if you can find someone who specializes in WordPress but doesn't also do Squarespace because then you can refer clients back and forth and it's not like just this one-way thing where it's only benefiting them. You can both benefit and just work with clients who are on your platform. The second option is to work with a developer and you probably saw this one coming. Um, We've talked about this option a lot so I'm not going to dive into it. You can listen to episode 13 if you want to kind of hear what goes into working with a developer. But with this, you never need to refer any clients away or worry about working with a platform you're not comfortable with. If you are a Squarespace person, you get a client who needs WordPress, you would just work with the WordPress developer, you do the design, hand your design off to them and have them take care of making the website. Interrupting the parts of your design projects you love for tasks you don't enjoy doing isn't any fun. For a lot of designers, one of the most frustrating parts of a web design project is the coding and anything else tech related. The design comes easy to you, but then you have to spend hours and hours Googling how to make a simple change to the template you're using to make it just right. Luckily, it doesn't have to be this way. In the free Get Back to Design email series, you'll learn all about how to partner up with the developer on your design projects so you can ditch the code and do more of what you love. We'll talk about what to know before going into your first collaboration, what the process looks like, and how to find the perfect developer for you. To learn more about this free series, head over to getbacktodesign.co slash series. So 
As a quick recap of today's episode, it is harmful to both you and your clients if you're forcing them onto the wrong platform. So just don't do it. Squarespace is better for those clients who are kind of beginners, don't need all the bells and whistles and just want something nice and easy. On the other hand, WordPress is great for people who want freedom and advanced features and room to grow. So if you find someone who's a better fit for the platform you're not comfortable with, you can either refer them to another designer or team up with a developer to do it yourself. Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, past episodes, and more information about the two of us, visit us online at getbacktodesign.co. If you enjoyed today's show, it would mean the world to Krista and I if you take two minutes to head on over to iTunes and leave a review. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes are available. Now put what you learned into action so you can streamline and grow your business, ditch the code, and get back to design.